Hello, welcome to Shooting for Grant. I am your host, Sierra Collins. These podcasts are designed to be inspirational for any showman shooting for Grant on the county, state, or national level. Today, I am visiting with Paige Lemonager from Hudson, Illinois. Paige is such an amazing young lady, and I had the best conversation with her, and I just had a blast visiting with her. I apologize for this being the first episode in two weeks, but with Kansas City and everything, I wanted to give everyone a little resting time, including our family and everyone else, just to kind of regroup from that hectic time. But season three is almost over, so we're going to finish strong with probably two or three more episodes, and then we'll take our break, and I plan on doing season four. I think you'll really enjoy hearing what Paige had to say, so let's get started. Hello, Paige. Welcome to Shooting for Grant. It's great to have you on. Thank you, Sarah. I'm happy to be on. For those who don't know you, could you please tell us about you and your family? Absolutely. My name is Paige Lemonager. I am 17 years old, and I live in Hudson, Illinois, where my parents and I and my uncle, Chuck Lemonager, and his family, we own and operate Lemonager cattle. So we have a Angus and Hereford cow-calf operation, um, and we're passionate about the industry, and we love showing cattle. I'm the same way. I love Herefords, too. So uh, following that kind of question, uh, what breeds of cattle have you been showing throughout your career? So I grew up showing Angus. Um, I've been in the breed for as long as I can remember, and I got my first Hereford heifer in 2016. Um, and it pretty much changed my life. We decided to take a dive into the breed. Um, the Hereford and Angus associations are two of the strongest breed and more importantly, junior associations uh, in the country. And it's exposed me to so many more people um, on a state, regional and national level. And we're pretty grateful to be in the breed. Um, and it's been such a positive experience for my family and I. I bet so. My life changed as well when I started showing Herefords even though that's really the only heifers I've ever shown. I've shown one maintainer, and that's it. See, I'm on the flip side. I've only shown one steer. He was a Hereford steer, and that's the only steer I've ever had. <laughs> that's funny. That's cool, though. I mean, I've never shown a Hereford steer, only Hereford heifers. You should give it a whack. It's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually going to try to do that. Uh, we, it may work out, it may not, it depends. Awesome. So how have you done at any shows up to this point? So Harley and I have been quite a few places. So Kansas City was actually the first show that Harley and I tackled together. Um, it was a great experience. And then we went on to travel to Louisville. She was reserve her division there. Um, she won her division at Cattlemen's Congress. Uh, we in, in the winter months, we traveled to Illinois Beef Expo. She was fifth overall heifer there. Uh, she went to the Heart of Illinois Jackpot Show, winter warm-up, change of pace, and was champion Hereford to each of those jackpots. So that was a pretty big accomplishment for us, just to have a Hereford that was consistent, not only on a national level, but at jackpots too. Uh, and then we, into the summer months, uh, she went to Junior Nationals. She won her division there. That was such an awesome experience. I had never won my division at a Hereford Junior Nationals before and um, took my breath away, and I'll never forget that. So we kind of started off fall with the DeCoin State Fair. She was Supreme Heifer there in the junior show. And then 
her show after that, we made a trip to World Beef Expo. And then before you know it, we were in Kansas City and um, had a life-changing experience winning the junior show. So we've had an absolute blast with Harley, um, and we're excited to see where she takes us. Yeah, the years definitely fly by, um, and I try to cherish it as much as possible. And there's definitely many fun shows that I love going to with my family and my two other sisters, and it's just a wild adventure. It sure is. You did have some success with your Hereford at Kansas City. Could you tell us about her? You know, her personality, things you like and dislike about her. I would describe Harley as the type of heifer that knew she needed to be a show cow. Um, I think you and I can, it's safe to say that we've both been in that position before where we've had the type of animals that know they want to be in the show barn and other ones don't. And Harley's just got it from the get-go. She's She's definitely got a personality to her, no doubt. She's not a robot by any means, but she's so fun to have in the barn. She spent the summer in the cooler with my January Angus heifer. So they've basically traveled all over the country together. Um, and that's made it probably just as much of a bittersweet experience was just having two heifers the exact same age, uh, two different breeds. And yeah, Harley's, she always has made us laugh. She's got weird little corks like any other show heifer, but we love her and it's been so much fun to have her in the barn. To me, I think it's the best thing when you get a, a calf with a good personality. Um, I my maintainer heifer that I said about, um, she she was a mess. She was kind of a brat, um, but sometimes they look real good as a calf, and then as they grow up, they don't look as good. And sometimes it's the other way around. But she was one of those where she was a cute little show heifer, and she looked good as a baby calf. But then when she got bigger, I she just lost it, and it just turned out that way. Sometimes that happens. I've been there before. It's an interesting feeling, but we're pretty happy to have these heifers in the barn. I know the feeling. Yeah, right now we actually do not have a single heifer in the barn, just steers. See, I've always wanted to show steers. A part of me has, and actually a part of me has always wanted to show hogs as well. I've just been... It's something different, and I'm always trying to step outside my comfort zone, and Dad always gives me a hard time, and he says, let's master one breed at a time. So we did the show steer thing for one year, and he won junior nationals, and we are like, you know what? I think we'll just end on a high note. <laughs> so we'll see if I ever get another one, but that's pretty <laughs> awesome. You're pretty lucky to have those steers in the barn. Oh, they can be a handful sometimes, but yes, at the end of the day, I'm definitely grateful to get those little goobers shown. <laughs> um, and uh, my dad's the same way. A lot of times this topic turns up, and I've said this before, talk about what we would show if we couldn't show cattle. Uh, well, all sorts of ideas come to mind. And my dad's like, let's just do one thing at a time. And he rolls his eyes when we say we want to do something. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I know the stress level. Well, I actually don't know. I couldn't even imagine the stress level of putting on a show like the American Royal. What what, what are some things that you like about it? Like just in general, you enjoy? I've really grown to appreciate the American Royal, to be quite honest with you. I've from the first time I stepped on the fairgrounds, it's just such a welcoming atmosphere. And you can tell that the event is ran by stockmen um, and it's focused on producing the next generation of stockmen. 
from the barn itself is set up for livestock. And I appreciate that. We've traveled to shows before that you maybe have to adapt to the atmosphere a bit. But just like the city of Kansas City, um, it's just a blast to be there. You feel like you're off the reservoir a little bit by being on the fairgrounds and you're not in the smack dab middle of the city. But in the same respect, you can go and have an awesome meal. And it just adds to the effect of it all. Um, and I truly love competing at the American Royal, and I appreciate all the efforts that go into it. And I've also participated in the judging contest there the past two years, and that's really added to my experience there because I've seen how deep of a passion that these people have to put on such a prestigious event. Um, and I'm grateful for that experience because it's opened my eyes even more to what all goes into running those events, and I truly love it there. I absolutely agree. Um, I have really grown to appreciate the American Royal, too. Uh, from the first time I went there in fourth grade, I've loved it. And getting to go eat at the Golden Ox, it's just amazing experience. I fully agree. And I think the neat part about it, too, is it's a generational type of show. I mean, I've had so many people come up to me that my grandfather, for example, he's you know, just over the moon about my my wins in Kansas City because that has always just been such a prestigious event in itself for years and years. Um, and I'm excited to see where it goes in years to come. I agree. Um, and when we were eating at the Golden Ox, just when we were there this a few weeks ago, uh, we had a really good waiter, um, and he told us all about the history of it. And like he would say, "Do you guys want to hear some facts?" And we were just like, "Oh yeah, sure." Uh, and he told us about the flood and the fire, and I had never heard about those things. And I was just like, "Oh my gosh, that is incredible!" And hey, it's still standing. It's not the same as it was before the flood, because that flood was bad. Like he told us, it would be the water would have been as high as a second story at the Golden Ox. And oh that just goodness. blew me away. I did not know it was that bad. Wow. Yeah, you can tell that the people of Kansas City appreciate the event, too, in a way. I, I draw a parallel to Oklahoma City, honestly, and Cattlemen's Congress. I had the very same type of feeling when I traveled there this year. And those are the type of shows that we enjoy the most, without a doubt. Yeah, and I love when we get the little uh, the badge or the pin that uh, we, we never put it on, but you get a pin and that's like a pass thing so you can get mm -hmm. in. And actually, uh, Kirk Steerwalt, I we were talking to him, and he said, uh, Sierra, I have some homework for you. I have a homework assignment that I want you to do. And he said, I want you to collect passes to sales, those pins to get into shows um any any pins that you get and so that's what i've been working on doing my collection's still kind of small but i'm getting there and i'm glad he gave me that challenge and i encourage other kids to do that as well it's really cool that's funny that you say that i'm so glad to hear that somebody else has that little cork like i do i have been collecting pins for as long as i can remember at cattle shows and not at cattle shows you'll probably catch me at cattle shows more than anywhere else but we love traveling and getting a little piece of memory from each of them is so much fun. And I actually have um, an entire like, oh, pin board full of them in my room. I wish I could go and grab it. But yeah, it's pretty neat. I, I'm glad to hear that you do that too. It's, it's pretty awesome. I agree. American Royals pins are always 
they're second to none. They always have a unique twist to them, so it's pretty neat. Oh, yeah, and I'm such a hoarder. I love collecting things. I'm all about that. Oh, yeah, me too. I collect smash pennies, shells, random coins that my grandfather finds and enjoys, and then arrowheads. I'm in the same boat. That's awesome. So I'm sorry if this question was a little harder. It would have been very hard for me. But what is your favorite show? That is a tough question. Um, I have always said the American Royal. I truly have. I've My first one was in 2016. And um, it was one of those events where it hit me hard from the start. And I absolutely loved it. And I look forward to going there every year. Not only just to the American Royal, but any other event that's going on there. Like, we've gone to Hereford Junior Nationals there. Um, I just love the buildings. I think it has so much character um, and genuine cattleman feel to it. We traveled to Cattlemen's Congress this year in Oklahoma City, and that was probably one of the most well-ran events I've ever been to. It is one of the, it is the best, um, to be quite honest with you. We thoroughly enjoyed our time there, and yeah, it's it's pretty much a toss up between those two for me. I mean, each each show is unique, um, and the cattle are different at both. So I think that has to that has to factor into my kind of decision there. But you're right, that is a tough question. Um, but I've always said American Royal, so I'll keep going to Cattlemen's Congress though, without a doubt. I hope we can continue to go there as well. Um, when we went to Cattlemen's Congress, I knew it was going to be a well ran show because those. The people that run that show, they really know what they're doing. And um, I'm pretty sure, I don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure it's the same people that run our Oklahoma Youth Expo. And I love the Oklahoma Youth Expo, our OIE. Oh my goodness, I love that show so much. It's been one of my favorites, definitely. And I just love the Fairbarns and everything about it. You have definitely got some talented people at OIE working there. And I actually traveled to a leadership conference this year in Oklahoma City for Herford uh, Faces of Leadership. And I hope you get to go to those um, in the years to come because those are so much fun and to see everyone. But we actually got to interact with some of the staff that puts on OIE and Cattlemen's Congress. And you're exactly right. They know they know what you're doing. And as soon as you drive on the fairgrounds, just like American Royal, like, you feel like it's an equal playing field. Everybody's going to get their chance to go and unload their stuff into the barn. The facility itself is set up for livestock. Um, the tieouts are easy and accessible, and they're not a mile to walk. So there's so many things about it that is just absolutely unforgettable. So I definitely agree with you in that regard. There's some talented people putting on these events, and I hope they stay there for years to come. Oh, absolutely. And we're very, I'm very grateful for those people that we have in our corner that help us be successful. Agreed. 100%. Are there any goals that you would like to share? Well, I think for Harley and I, I am excited to see where she takes us at Louisville and Cattlemen's Congress. Those will be the last two shows that we hit with her. Uh, she's due in March, so we were pretty strategic as to when we got her bread because we were hoping that she could go to all three majors again. That's that's pretty unique for us. We've we've enjoyed having a January heifer in the barn. We actually haven't had one that age um, in a couple years. So that's probably on Harley and I's goal list. But more importantly, I'm just excited to see where she takes us in the donor pen. Um, that's probably the most 
bittersweet part of showing for me is because I get to know that at the end of the day, they're still going to be in the pasture and I still get to watch them become mama cows um, and just see them blossom in a whole different type of way. And I think you can agree with that. Absolutely. Uh, when my heifer Daisy that I took to the American Royal when I was in fourth grade, um, every year when she's uh, about to have her calf, I go out on the four-wheeler to the pasture and I check all the other cattle as well. But I'm always watching out for her. And I remember when she had her second calf, I was the first one to see it. I just felt great pride of that. I, w- I went out there and I saw that she was all alone from all the others. I was like, oh, that means something happened. And so I drove over there. And when I saw her calf, I was just so happy. And it's I, I take great pride in that. That's a great way of describing it. There is, without a doubt, a tremendous amount of pride. And I think it teaches us a lot as young ladies and young agriculturalists in that way. I think it just teaches us to appreciate the memories that go along with these animals and that they're not just in the show barn to be in the show barn. There's so much more and there's so much, so many lessons to go along with them. So I agree with you. I absolutely, I mean, I think it's very important to remember that. And I think those are some great goals. And I always recommend striving to end at a, on a high note. I think it's, I think it's a lot more of an accomplishment if you can do good at their last show. I agree. I agree. And it's getting pretty nerve wracking for me just because I'm almost in denial that it's the end of their show career. You know what that's like. And I'm going to be starting a whole new chapter in my life in shortly, um, what feels like it's a mile away still. Uh, I'll be going on to be a freshman in college and I hope to collegiately judge. Yeah, and it's just, it's bittersweet and just trying to soak it in as much as I can. Mm -hmm. Those are some great goals, and I wish you the best of luck with them. Thank you. Are there any words of advice that you would like to share? I think as I look back on 2021 and part of, majority of 2020 and part of 2021, Um, it was hard for us and a lot of other families, I think it's safe to say, that to go out and be in the barn and work towards an unknown goal. And I think it takes a tremendous amount of self-discipline and motivation when as young adults, we still have so many things that could be keeping us busy, but we choose every day um, to go out and give it our all. And I think that there is so much to be said for to work, continue to work at your craft um, and just be genuine about it. Ask for help along the way uh, and just soak in every moment that you can because it feels like my show career has fl- flown by and I wish I could take a couple steps back and just soak it in even more. So yeah, you can, you can always work towards success, but just continue to strive for people's respect um, and ask for advice and just coaching along the way because I think that's honestly what's taken me the farthest in life as I've had such an incredible team backing me, not only in my family, but, you know, in our crews and our feed companies in my school environment. I've had just tremendous support at every level. And that just goes to show that if you surround yourself with good people, there'll be good things to come. That is some great advice. I really enjoyed hearing that. 
And around Arborn, winning and losing with honor is always a big thing that we try to pay attention to. But something that I've come to learn is that I could tell you to win and lose with honor all day long, but until you admit it to yourself that that's something you need to do, you're probably not going to do it. And so always asking for advice and staying humble and admitting that you're not perfect and you still need to remember to win and lose with honor, I think is very important. I agree with you. And it's always just been, you know, my parents have said to me from a young age, like, if you have the time and you have the energy and you have the animal, just go to the show. Like, don't let anything hold you back, no matter how you did at a show before or how you think you're going to do. And I think that's honestly been one of the biggest mental games for us as a family is because at times we don't know what's to come. And that's scary. It's scary to take that step and it just, again, it takes a tremendous amount of courage um, and drive. And like you had said earlier, it takes pride. So just be prideful in what you do and be passionate and you'll be successful. So I guess that's my advice for everyone. That's great advice. Um, and, you know, it's hard when you're physically tired from working all day. But really, I think the mental part is the hardest part out of everything. Mental stuff is pretty hard to deal with. I agree. And it's layers deep and there's always going to be people around you that are tired and that are mentally exhausted too. But you just, you have to lift each other up and you have to take a step back and thank those around you and realize how awesome your team is and how you can truly push each other to be the best version of yourself. That's very true. I had an amazing time visiting with you. This was a great conversation, and I'm very grateful for this opportunity. Thank you, Sarah. It was great talking to you, too. I look forward to seeing you in person. Oh, you're welcome. I, I really enjoyed this, and I really just enjoy doing this in general, especially when I get to talk to great speakers like you. Thank you. That means a lot. You're very well spoken for your age, too. I'm very, very impressed, to be honest with you. Thank you. Sometimes I get nervous and mess up what I was going to say, but I try. So thank you. Don't be. This is a great way to get experience. It's taken me a long time to nip stuttering in the butt, for example. And there's great things that you can do out there and things like this and experiences that'll help you with public speaking. And I'm I commend you for it. You're truly doing a good job. Keep it up. All right. Thank you. It was great. I'll see you later. Thanks, Sierra. Stay in touch. See you, girl. I really enjoyed this. Thank you so much for listening. And God be with you as you shoot for grand. Thank you.